Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob and Casey's here. And you know, last week, Casey, we talked about how once again there are there are schools in central Indiana that are going out of their way to be super deceptive and have a total lack of transparency for the taxpayers of central Indiana. You kind of blew the lid off of what's going on in Brownsburg. Well, you know, I don't mean to say that I'm a patriot or a hero or anything (laughs) like that. But yes, again, we'd we'd spent quite a bit of time on the fact that the Brownsburg Community School Corporation had said they had hired a DEI officer a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Mm -hmm. And that DEI officer just kind of, poof. Disappeared. Disappeared. No no explanation, just adios. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if diversity and equity and inclusion was such a big deal, you know, how does something just, just disappear and how is it not replaced? And, of course, the superintendent earlier this month, or last month, rather, had, had told some parents, yeah, you know, that, that didn't work out and, uh, you know, it's not coming back. And then over the weekend, I found out that a school board member, when she was running for re-election this past uh, past cycle, had told a uh, voter, yeah, no, I, I don't support that coming back. And then we find out, what do you know? It is coming back. In the form of director of student learning. Yes, and you have to really look deep into the uh, job description to to find that this is uh, indeed the uh, the DEI officer coming back under another name. And mm-hmm. so it's a, we got to get to the bottom of why schools like Brownsburg are trying to be so deceptive with their voters, with their taxpayers. And when we try to figure out why schools are being deceptive, there's only one guy mm-hmm. we go to. You can hear him now every Saturday, 1 to 3, the Tony Kennett Show here on 93 WIBC, also at the thedailysignal.com. Tony Kennett joins us on the drivehubler.com hotline. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well this morning, guys. So am I summing it up right? Am I offering the best description that these school corporations like Brownsburg are being super deceptive on issues like diversity, equity, inclusion. Like, look, if you want it, if you want the liberalism, just say it. Why do you tell people, yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah, it's not coming back. And then you hide it under director of student learning. This is precisely my argument. If you really believe that it is important that we have racial quotas, like, you know, I guess going back to the 1930s, at least you can admit that. If you are not as progressive as some of us who believe that skin color doesn't matter and that perhaps it is experience that matters more if you are so regressive that you want racial quotas well then at least admit it if you think that having a diversity and equity person is what it takes to ensure that we have the exact number of student colors and staff colors that you want hey i think that's pretty evil and disturbing but you know you do you at least be honest about it (laughs) but You'll see, as you pointed out in Brownsburg, and I pointed out in Pendleton, and other parents have pointed out in various districts around the state, school districts find that this is rather unpopular around parents of all colors, of all creeds. What a shocker. So they have to do it in secret. Yeah, so this this is uh, this is the thing, right, is if you're going to think that the DEI officer is the greatest thing ever and you hired someone who a simple Google search would have shown what that person was and why that wasn't going to work in Brownsburg and you made a terrible hire, but, hey, we're so wed to the radical leftism, we're bringing it back, and you're proud of it, why don't you just say it? 
Well, and, and that the key problem that you end up running into here is that really education administration is completely soaked in progressivism. So a lot of people will falsely believe that it's, it's the teachers that are driving this thing forward. And I have said since the very beginning from someone in the system, no, it is the principals. It is the coaches. It is the, and I don't mean sports coaches. I mean the academic coaches and the coordinators, the superintendents that went to get their master's degrees in, in equity and inclusion and nonsense and now come back to the school and force everyone to play these games so everyone can think they are so wonderful, so liberal, so great, and they make everyone else take the fall for it. Tony, um, do you think that more school districts are doing what happened in Brownsburg where the DEI officer is uninvited to uh, continue, but then they come out with this director of student learning, which is just the same thing with a new name? Yeah, so, so let's specify something really quickly here. Titles mean absolutely nothing in education. Nothing. My title when I was at IPS changed four times in the span of two years, four times. My job description never, ever did. Mm. Not once. Their titles are meaningless. In fact, that's how we keep things fresh, new, and exciting in education. We change the words around a little and then keep doing the exact same thing. It's very innovative. And a lot of school districts around the state of India and around the country, and I've actually been reporting on this at the Daily Signal, especially in red states, will simply flip the names around a little bit to kind of throw people off in order to make it look like they're actually doing something, when in reality it's the same old nonsense because realistically, once you get into education administration, it's lazy time. It's time to sit back in your office and cash in on all the nonsense, make your six-figure salary, and take advantage of everyone. And that's what's happening in Brownsburg and really the rest of the state. Uh, Tony, you, Tony Kennett's our guest, by the way. You can hear him Saturdays, the Tony Kennett Show here on uh, 93 WIBC, 1 to 3 p.m. So your theory is, Tony, that it is the superintendents, the principals that are driving this. Because there's part of me that thought, okay, the superintendent had asked in Brownsburg for the meeting with these parents, these conservative parents, let's try to figure out how we can work together. I thought that was a great idea. He tells them in this meeting, yeah, that, that position the DEI officer didn't work out, it's not coming back. So I'm thinking maybe it is this radical board which had a new lunatic left member added to the board that is pushing him to do it. But your theory is, nah, they always kind of want to do this and just don't, they don't need to be pushed in the right direction or the direction that they're, they end up going. Well, there's more than one administrator than just the superintendent. Um, in a district like Brownsburg, there are close to a dozen, if not more. Of course, you have to have all of your curriculum coaches and directors and all of these different positions, basically from principal on up. And this isn't a theory. This is something I have seen in practice every single time with every single public school district that I have witnessed in the state of Indiana. There is always this level of bureaucratic sludge that you get up to. Teachers will tell you this too. Ask any teacher the last time they sent a student to the office and the student was sent right back because the principal couldn't be bothered. Because in the end, there's this grand equitable vision that these lowly peon teachers and parents aren't up to understanding, you see. We are so much better than these worthless peasants. And that's really what pervades education administration. So it may be the board in your district. It may be the superintendent or the assistant superintendent like it is in Pendleton. And it may be the principals like it was across Indianapolis public schools. It is a grab bag, but that festering rot is there. Now, it appears in the case of Brownsburg that this position was taken off or they did not finally add it to the board meeting uh, for this Monday, tonight's meeting, I think in large part because we outed them on it. But people oh, shouldn't, wow. breathe. They, they shouldn't, mm. they shouldn't breathe either. They should. I mean, it'll come back. It'll be voted on eventually. They'll just hope that people aren't paying attention. 
This is exactly what Pendleton is discovering right now. So we released the report, and they they tried to fire a counselor over it, and then they found out that parents from the left, right, and center, mind you, were very upset that they would scrap uh, a staff member for revealing supposedly public documents from the school that the school just forgot to put on the website (laughs) about a gender support plan. And so the school board has been pushing the issue back and they won't talk to the media and not just like conservative media. They won't talk to any media. The Herald Bulletin in Anderson is very liberal. They won't speak to them either. They're trying to ride out the storm and just hope that everyone forgets because for the last 50 years in American education, that's been the norm. People do just forget. One can only hope that right now parents won't forget and they will continue holding these school board members accountable until they change or resign. Hey, Tony, one of the responses that uh, we've heard is, oh, no, sky's falling a position that mentions diversity. So on their own, diversity, equity, inclusion, a lot of people say, "Okay, what's so wrong with that? What does it really mean to you? So the question I would ask to them is, you're the one putting diversity in the job description. What does diversity mean to you? Because diversity to me means a diversity of ideas. So if this is an individual that's, you know, I guess in charge of making your education system diverse in ideas so that students can learn and be challenged, that's one thing. But when you actually look at issues with diversity and equity paired next to each other, and you actually listen to the individuals at the school board meetings discuss this, they will say it's actually about making sure that Students of different colors are proportionally represented in the district. That means, as was said at Hamilton Southeastern just the other night in a school board meeting, if you have 13% of the school board or you have 13% of the school population that's black, then therefore 13% of the teachers need to be black. That's not diversity of ideas. Those are racial quotas. So, no, I'm not triggered by the word diversity. I know what these individuals mean because I sat next to them in classes at Ball State University, and I know how stupid they are, and I know that (laughs) the racism they're going to bring into the school is going to harm kids. Uh, Tony, before I let you go, the uh, partisan school board bill, the Republicans, as I uh, speculated, would totally wimp out. They're not trying to make everybody happy, which will make nobody happy, which is the same thing they're doing on property taxes. Now they've got it. It, they've got it set up where now you can have a referendum to determine whether your school board is uh, going to have partisan elections or not. That sounds like the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Yeah, this isn't actually doing anything for those who aren't elected and want to be elected. This is literally allowing someone to run an oligarchy. Congratulations. I, I just don't I don't actually I don't actually see anything here that that's going to work. What's going to stop a school board from just saying, no, we don't want a referendum. We're just going to leave it the way it is, which, by the way, several school districts around the state are already it's suggesting they have shocker. I know this is crazy. School boards who have never had to be partisan, who are very to the left, showed up to the state house and said, "Please don't make us run as progressives in the state of Indiana." Yeah. I know that's that's a that's a shocker. They wouldn't be elected again, and, and they shouldn't be. And this thing we're talking about here, like in Brownsburg and Pendleton and these other places, this is why these school board elections need to be partisan because these people hide their progressive nature, just like they're hiding from the voters or from the taxpayers in Brownsburg that they plan to do this DEI thing. They just hide and deceive, and they should have to do it out in the sunshine. Yeah, this is usually why I like Representative Goodrich, because he's willing to listen to people say stupid things and then look them dead in the eye and say, hey, that was a really stupid suggestion for an amendment. (laughs) I only wish that with this bill, um, the representatives and senators had the same cojones. All right, you can hear him Saturdays, 1 to 3, the Tony Kennett Show, here on 93 WIBC, also the DailySignal.com. Tony Kennett, thank you, my friend. Thanks, guys. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.